in a world where options are limitless, but time is not. Two heroes take a stand against injustice and overwhelming viewing choices. Starring Jane Ellen. I don't see how the human race survived the medieval period. And Adam Cravens. A lot of them didn't. This is Binge or Cringe. A podcast that lets you know what's worth watching and what's not. From the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center at Rock 93.7. Hello and welcome to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. And I watched things in order to speak about them with you. That's it's a very basic um, explanation for what we do very, very often and consistently. And here's the funny thing. Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> I've already forgotten what it is, and I've seen all the episodes twice. <laughs> there are actually three things I'd like to speak with you. Sure, uh, right. One... Um, Castle Rock season two is out. I have not yet watched it, but it's out, and that's exciting to me. Still, and for those of you unaware, like we did cover it, what a fascinating concept for a television series, especially yes. for somebody as prolific as Stephen King. So Castle Rock, Jim says season two has nothing to do with season one. I have no idea. Is it more anthology, or did I, they just I, they, they went to another part of the town? I I don't know. I'm assuming it still like, takes place in Castle Rock, but... You would assume with the name Castle Rock yeah. that it would be set in... But I haven't watched it yet. I'm waiting because, you see, I introduced Castle Rock to Jenna. And I mean, I, the later episodes of Smallville do take place in Metropolis. Mm, so I guess so. you can get away with not, you know... Not being in the place that your namesake is. I guess. Mm. So it is on, and I'm sure I'll review it uh, later. So what I watched, I did something uh, just marvelous. I went to Hulu, and I I clicked on Fall TV, and I went, huh, what appeals to me to watch that I know absolutely nothing about? And I chose a show called Prodigal Son. Is it is it a TV show based on the Macaulay Culkin film? No. Is it a adapt an adaptation of the biblical story turned into a sitcom set nowadays? Not, not a sitcom. Okay, not that. Okay. Not a sitcom. However, during the entire first episode, I'm going to myself. Of course, he's going to go back to his dad. It's the prodigal son. Who's the Okay, and then as I'm watching it. I'm thinking, oh, my girl's going to love this. So I rewatched all five episodes with them again. And the delight that I have in watching with my youngest, she she has a running commentary. Some people may find that irritating. But if you're in the mood for it, just, oh, don't do that. Go in there. Don't die. Will the dog save him? Does the dog die? Is everything going to be okay? Why did you do that? Oh, I knew that was the bad. It was just, it's just a constant. Just a stream of, it's it, it's almost like. Her Twitter feed. Yes. Like a, a mental, mental like Twitter feed, and she has no ability to turn it off. So, are you familiar with an actor from The Walking Dead named Paul Rovia? Mm, I'm I mean, sorry. Probably. The character's name was Paul Rovia or Jesus. 
or Jesus? Jesus or Jesus? Anyway, sure. Thomas right. Paine is the actor. He was in The Walking Dead. Okay. Right. Nothing? I I have not watched The Walking Dead in almost uh, a decade. I am... I, I'm just, I'm not up on it like I should be. Okay. Well, I know he wasn't in the first few seasons because I would have remembered him. Uh, oh, I see a picture of him in The Walking Dead. Well, that's why I wouldn't recognize him either because he kind of, I bet you in The Walking Dead he is called Jesus because he's got, you know, your classic long, oh, you look like, you know, the long hair and beard thing. Right. So I'm guessing his character's name is not Jesus, but Jesus. I hope... Uh, that is in no way offensive, but I have nothing else to remark. Okay, so here's the thing. It stars Tom Paine, who is lovely. And this is the wonderful part. You know how many times I've watched Good Omens. Yes, several. Several. And one of the leads is Michael Sheen. Another British actor, by the way. Both playing Americans here. And here's the deal. This is how it starts out. Michael Sheen is Dr. Whitley, known as the surgeon. And he's getting arrested. And his 11-year-old son called the cops on him because it turns out dad's a crazy serial killer. It turns out that dad has married a very, very, very wealthy woman. They've had the perfect life in Manhattan, except he has needs. And his needs happen to be Serial killer stuff. So then you flash forward. There's a lot of flashback. Is that a, is flash that a forward. need or is that a compulsion? Mm, they discuss it. Okay. So you have this back and forth, and then he says he's not going to see dad anymore. He's going to go to the FBI, and he is, as you would expect, a brilliant FBI profiler, but he's a little on the edge. So he's, um, let's say he's a cowboy profiler in that he's just, uh, he's going to do it his way. For instance, to save a man from being blown up real good, they had like one minute to stop the bomb, couldn't do that, couldn't get the man out of the chair that the bomb was tied to, didn't want themselves to be blown up because they could have just left, so he cut off the man's hand in order to save the man. And right. then says, I'll catch up with you later. I've got to give him a hand. Like, <laughs> So there's a little bit of humor like that. Lou Diamond Phillips is the crusty police captain. I think, yeah. That's, yeah. that's mm -hmm. basically what he's doing in his retirement. Yeah. And it is... It is in no way a comedy, but it does it does have some amusing amusing parts to it. And the woman that plays the mom is Bellamy Young and you have seen her in Scandal as the president's wife and Mission Impossible 3 and Scrubs and just a ton of stuff. A ton of stuff. I tons. Keep, I keep saying ton. You, just, you can't. I can't stop myself. I've established. And, you say tons, tons of times. And, oh, I've been meaning to look this girl up too. I'm going to tell you more. Where do I know her from? Oh, apparently I don't. Oh, 
No, I didn't watch Dark Phoenix. <laughs> oh, yes! That's where I know her from. The Orville. You know the chick that's really strong that left after the first season? Right. That's, that's the sister. That's okay. All right. I, I'm just now looking at IMDb. I kept thinking, I recognize something about her. She does not appear to be super strong in this. Just regular strength. So what you have going on is the whole solving crime stuff. Oh, and remember, um, I think his name is Harold. Harold Perrineau, the actor from Lost. Not Harold, Michael. Michael Perrineau from Lost, the actor. The the guy that had the son and the dog in the pilot of Lost. But you had thrown me when you gave him a different name. Yeah, I know. It it had two syllables. Which makes, it's very similar. Anyway, his daughter, Aurora, is also in this. And I didn't even know he had one or that she was old enough to be an actor. But, But now I know. I'm digressing. Prodigal Son is smartly written... Di- digressing is essentially like our that's, bread. That's what we it's do. our bread and butter. We could call every show we do digression. digression yeah. yeah. Um, it's interesting because you have the dynamic of the kid who's now, I don't know, let's say he's 30, whatever. Uh, and he's an excellent profiler, and so he helps solve crime. And then you have a lot of these flashbacks. And then you have times when he goes and talks to his dad in person who. He's just so delightful, you know? You know how serial killers and movies and TV are often just delightful? Let's say let's say Hannibal they're, Lecter, for they're instance. They're a bit more charming and charismatic than you, I would you'd say think. they, they yes. probably are in real life. Right. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, I never got the vibe. I'll bet you he's really charming to talk to. I, no, I didn't pick up on that. But in this case... This particular one is just a charming, charming Michael Sheen. But he just happened to have killed 23 people for reasons unknown. Now, what's going through the whole first season is... Are you purporting that it could have been good reasons? Oh, no. He just... He doesn't know. He said he didn't know why he did it. And so he said oh, to okay. his son... All right. You're, but you're, you're, you're yeah, quoting the Yeah, character. for reasons okay. unknown. I, I thought you were defending him. No, 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 no. be like, listen, no. listen, he just, you know, we don't, just, we don't know. We don't really we're know. We're not. But he did help a lot of people. Anyway, so the adult child, the boy child, the prodigal son, he, he has a lot of nightmares. And he starts remembering things. And so as we're going through the first season, he's remembering a woman in a box. And the police say there was no woman in a box. Everyone says there was no woman in a box. And yet he starts to remember there is a woman in a box. And he suspects that his dad chloroformed him. And he and his dad did something with a woman in a box, but he doesn't know. He was 11, and he doesn't remember. So there's that happening, and uh, there you have it. It's very interesting. Now, the fun part, much like in Friends, where you can't explain where they got such a great, great apartment in New York, his mom's family is super, super, super rich, and so he has a really great apartment in New York, so you have that. It's it's almost... It's, re- it's almost better if they don't. Explain it, like, because there's no. I suppose it's almost like Daredevil's apartment, only a little bit, a little bit more streamlined. But it's just very like, wow, how did you get that place? 
and you live alone, and you apparently have no clothes or papers ever. So, yeah, yeah. Pro- yeah. Prodigal Son is very entertaining. When I thought, oh, I'm just going to watch one episode enough so I can talk about it, it was like, oh, I don't know. I have to see more of this, and I have to see more of this, and now I have to see more of this. And just further down that rabbit hole. Pretty much. I think it's really well done, and I like it a lot. I'm watching it on Hulu. Apparently, it has new episodes on Mondays. Couldn't tell you what what, um, what? channel it's on. Okay, there you go. Because I watched it on Hulu. So there's that. Prodigal Son, watch it. You're listening to Binge or Cringe, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Allen talking to Adam Cravens about what's worth watching on TV. And, and I watched something else from the mainstream TV. You've heard of the show Blackish. I have. Which is very funny. Have you ever seen it? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, incredibly funny. Like, yes. Very, very funny. I want to say it's paired with um, the Goldbergs. Yes. I want to say it airs yes. with it. Yeah, like Probably. Ve- very solid, like pairing solid of, comedy. of sitcoms. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so uh, if you've never seen Blackish, you have a, the dad, all of his ancestry is, is black, but the mom, her mom, is black and her dad is white and so they she had a different upbringing and so blackish is is what they're called whatever so there's already been one spinoff show called grown-ish which is about the oldest daughter who's insanely beautiful whose name i've forgotten and i think it's only on the um the app maybe it's abc it's like it's one of those okay it's a spinoff yeah And it has to be, it doesn't have to be, but it's about her going to college and being a young adult. Uh, I was fairly bored with it, but I wasn't really the audience. And there you have that. Uh, It's fine. It's not badly done, but it's like, eh, I don't care about when she takes her first drink or whatever. I'm not, I'm just not interested. You're not as into, right. No, I was just not interested at all because she was... Well, I mean, not everything gets to be like Star Wars or Marvel and have all of their auxiliary stuff like be as successful as like the mainline stuff. And having also been to college, not everyone at every school is that attractive, A, ever, B, all the time. I think it was the movie Last Action Hero that made a similar joke. They're like, oh, yeah, well, we're, we're here. And like, they're like, wait a minute, like... You know how you know this isn't real life. Everyone is attractive here. They're like, look at the gas station attendant. They're gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. And I find that irritating. So attractive, this, attractive people irritate you? No, it's just when it's an entire show, it's like, it's not even, not even. So this show, the next spinoff is, is called... Gee, now I've forgotten what it's called. What's it called? It's not called whitish, it's blackish, not grownish. What, what's it called? It, I, uh, <sighs> oh, that really know. bugs me that I just forgot. You Google that while I talk about it. My phone just stopped. Oh, my God. Seriously? <sighs> okay. Well, here's the thing. Tracy Ellis Ross, daughter of Diana Ross. Man, that's um, a name. I know. She uh, is the narrator in this. Why did I, it's such a simple, simple name, and yet not Tracy Ellis Ross, but the fact that I cannot remember the name of the show that I just watched an hour ago. Just watched. Anyway, she's the narrator. 
I feel like we would benefit from writing things down. Do you? I do, I think. Or put, mm. writing it on our arm or having, having it in some way that we don't have to charge it. But you see, I've noticed that your phone is actually never, ever charged. That's, that's because we do this later. Like I, and I, I'm usually up at like 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning. They're, they're in. I don't get what you're saying. Therein lies the problem. But there are things called chargers and. True. True, and I could have brought it, and I didn't. But I'm guessing that if you had, it would have been empty. It could so, have, yeah, yeah. All right. Empty-ish is not the name of it. Empty-ish. I'm telling you, I'm now on IMDb. What's the name of that show? I just watched it. I mean, she's in Girlfriends. She's in Blackish. She's in <sighs> Mixed-ish. That's okay. it. There we go. Oh, mixed-ish. Okay. I knew it was an ish. So this tells the story of Rainbow's parents. It is narrated by Rainbow. The pilot is kind of bleh because it's all exposition. For those of you who don't remember 1985 politically or specifically or anything like that, it wasn't just all Cindy Lauper and Duran Duran. And so Rainbow's backstory is her parents raised the family on a commune, and there there really was no issue of race or inequality because it was a commune. They do say after the commune got uh, disbanded that they were thinking of going to one in Waco, and I went, because, <laughs> no, that would have been a bad thing, it and really not ended, funny at all. Ended badly. Yeah. It did. But what happens is they go and live with the dad's father, who has provided a home for them, played by, wait for it, Gary Cole. There you go. And Gary Cole, yeah. So you have Gary Cole, and then you have an actress who I was unfamiliar with, but think think sassy and, oh, no, you didn't, that character in 85. Right. And then you have... The white man in 85, played by Gary Cole, and I say the white man because that's brought up a lot. For instance, the sassy sister-in-law says to Rainbow's dad, who is deciding to be a house husband and take care of things while his wife works for the law firm because she has a degree, and she says, you need to get a job. And he says, well, what should I put on a resume? She goes, you're white. You don't need to do anything. <laughs> what do you think? I Especially coming from 1985. Really, like, it sounds like something Wanda Sykes would say. Yes. Yes. The character is much like I would. Yeah. You could. Okay. Yeah. Fair. I can see that. So what happens is the kids now go to school instead of being homeschooled. And what happens is there's a younger sister and there's a younger brother and then there's Rainbow. Now in the show, Blackish, the sister is played by. Oddly enough, someone who was, let's see, who was on Parks and Rec and The Office? Who was that? Rashida Jones. Right. Yeah. Okay. I think she is the only one that was. Yes, it, it is. Yeah. Rashida Jones plays the three times divorced reality star, very, very rich youngest sister. And then you have, what is wrong with my brain tonight? You have David 
David Jones, yeah, he played Lafayette in the original Hamilton, and he plays Johan, the brother. So what happens is the three children, the mixed-ish children, walk in with the narration going, saying, you know, there weren't that many families in the mid-'80s that were racially mixed, so there were not as many mixed-ish kids. So the kids walk into the cafeteria, and they see the white kids on one side and the black kids on the other, and so they decide that they need to choose. And so the the boy chooses to sit with the black kids, and the younger girl sits with the white kids. And having seen them as adults in blackish, mm-hmm. you can see that. But you see Rainbow; she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to choose because she said, "I'm both. Why should I have to choose?" So. It goes on from there. There are, uh, much like in Blackish, there is an underlying moral to the story, much like in the Brady Bunch. There always was a moral. Don't throw a football that could hit your sister in the nose. Always a moral. Odd, odd moral. Like <sighs> yeah, it seems very, it very specific. It to, is the yeah. Brady Bunch. But the second episode was just as funny as Blackish. At least season one and two, and then I may have skipped some seasons which, for reasons I don't recall. Which is often a problem spinoffs have. Yes. Uh, Joey was not able to say that. How you doing? Yeah, and I was disappointed with the first episode of Mixed Dish because I thought if it's going to be like this, it's just, it's just, it's just there. Well, the pilot also has to establish your your premise and that's for the- really all it was so it's things that you're telling the audience because the audience may be 20 and maybe they don't know or the audience may be 10 and they don't know and they're saying that for the mom to work at a law office she went in thinking i hope people don't think that i was hired because i'm the daughter-in-law of the owner and gary cole says oh no they're not thinking that at all they're thinking affirmative action and then she realizes she's the only A woman, B of color, in the whole joint. So there's that kind of thing. So there's a lot of exposition like that going on. But it's it can be, it has the potential to be just as funny as blackish. Grownish, I didn't think was as funny. It was more of a teen angsty thing. But mixed-ish appears to be funny. And there was a little bit of a brouhaha before the pilot came out because in Blackish, the mom, I forget the actress's name, but the mom is very light skinned. I had no idea there were that. Like, this thing is going to start rivaling uh, All in the Family oh, yeah. and Happy Days. Like, very much as so. As far as like spinoffs go. The mom is, and uh, Raven Simone is in it as well, but not, she's just in Blackish. She's not so Raven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the. The issue was for mixed-ish, I, the woman who was originally cast to play the mom, there was issue in that the mom is seen later in blackish, and she is more caramely uh, as opposed to a darker-skinned black woman. You I see gotcha. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so people were saying, we don't have a problem with that actress, but you've already shown us her older. And she... And so it's... That was the... Continuity-wise. Yes. Yes. That was it. It wasn't like, she can't do this. It was a continuity thing. So it had... 
it had Fuhrer-ish happening before it. Which is the new spinoff. Yeah, Fuhrer-ish. The- well, here's something. This was hilarious. So the kids come in. They're off the commune. Can you imagine what it's like on a commune? You probably make your own clothes. You're barefoot a lot. Whatever. I'm going to be honest. I'd never really considered most of most of that. Well, I would think if you were raised on a commune, you probably don't shop at Claire's or not that you don't have clothes, but things are just a little more, dare I say, loosey-goosey in terms of what you're wearing. I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. So the sassy sister sees the kids after their first day of school and says to her sister, Rainbow's mom, you didn't let them go to school like that. Oh, no, you didn't. And they look at her and she goes, of course you did. And she said to Johan, you look like a runaway slave, boy, because that's how she spoke to him. Oh. And he he had, <laughs> that didn't cross my mind until she said it, but he was barefoot and, and just had like half overalls on. And he's looking at her and she says, you've got to do something about this. She says, you can't, she said, their world has changed. You can't live like you're in a commune and have your kids survive. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, well, unless you're in a commune. Yeah, what well, true. So it was. I think it's well done, and what I like about Blackish and a lot of uh, a lot of other shows like that is it's funny, but they will also bring up something of import and maybe either explain it because people are stupid, or explain it from their point of view culturally. It is not my point of view culturally because. My point of view culturally is just it's different. different. It's yeah. just different. Yep. And so a lot a lot of the time it's like, oh, that's really interesting, or maybe I hadn't considered that, or yeah, that's what I assume. You know. So you have a little bit of storytelling going on as well on one level, and then you have just a solid comedy on another level. Yeah. So Which I mean your your better sitcoms, or at least ones that are fondly remembered are often a good mixture of that. No, I disagree. Seinfeld, what's the story there? Well, I said generally. Like, and okay. Friends? Then then ask me this, or, or answer me this. 30 Rock? What's like, the story there? Find another show that's like Seinfeld. This show here? It's about this, nothing? It's All right, well, I'll grant you that. Okay. Where's, where's our five million an episode? I know. Again, I that, didn't, we do not share that similarity with Seinfeld. I did not know that I knew that much about this show, but it's the kind of show you can watch with your family, and there is something to be said for that. And it doesn't involve serial killers, which is apparently the way things are going in my family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's it's a good show, and if the writing is as on point as it was in the second episode, Gary Cole is almost the same character he is in in um the office not the yeah no no what's office. red stapler office space office space oh, there you yes go. oh my goodness he's virtually the same character in office space only he's a little more friendly that well that's not that hard he wasn't Terribly well liked. Well, for instance, he'd say, you know, I don't need to do this. You know, I don't need cocaine. Again, they're in 1985, and then he stops a beat and goes, okay, I do cocaine, but obviously. And he's like, so. It'd be great. Yeah. Get some cocaine. Thanks. So he is, I think, perfectly cast. And by the way, his hair looks great. His hair always looks great. 
when he when he was on West Wing, hair looked great. Like yeah. I'm just saying, that guy's hair looks great. Yeah, it's like Kurt Russell. His hair never stops looking great. Mm-hmm. Voluminous, like full, like it's just it's almost as good as his mustache. Yeah. And that's that's saying something. Mm-hmm. So uh, Gary Cole, real funny, and I say that because he's been funny in virtually everything I've seen him in. Unless he wasn't supposed to be funny, then he wasn't. So that's what I have watched. What I am focusing on next is sneaking in season two of Castle Rock. Because I simply can't wait for the children to go through season one. But what if it is connected? But what if we don't? And what if that was like, I, I don't have time for this. I have to watch season then, two. Then okay? just then go back and watch it. I just don't have time. Yeah. I have a show to do. Your your problems are stupid in first world. <laughs> just watch it after I watch season two. Sorry. Moving <laughs> on. Pretty much. So TV-wise, I've noticed there are uh, – Netflix is telling me to watch other things that they've made for me. When does Netflix not tell us to watch things? I know, and I haven't. Right now, really, all I want to do is see um, episode six of Prodigal Son. That's really all I want to do right now. Well, I mean, that's that's a reasonable thing to want to do. Yeah, I think so. I really, really do. And – uh like yeah. want, wanting to like drive your car like on a ramp and jump like 16 school buses, less reasonable. No. Or jump a shark. Hey. Hey. I have. And speaking of that, uh, Henry Winkler yep. has been in so many things. Man, I bet he has got a fat IMDb page. Initially, when I would think about Henry Winkler, as I often did. I would think of him in that that Curious George wrestling movie. What was that? The Pretty what? Boy George. He was a wrestler. Oh, okay. A wrestler? I, 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 I can't believe you didn't just think of him and go with the Fonz. No, our, after the Fonz. Okay, I was after like... After the Fonz, I was like, I just, how do you not no, think no, no. of the Fonz when you think of Henry Winkler? I do. So after the Fonz, which he could have retired on that, I'm Basically, sure. yeah. He was in some wrestling film. And then I don't remember a lot. No, it could have been that I was living my life and being oblivious and there was no internet. But then in the past 10 years or so, he's everywhere. Yeah. He really is. He's in Barry. He is, he is in um, Parks and Rec. He is in something that I've already forgotten. And uh, he's in other things. He's a lot. The problem, I think... Actors that are on. Oh, he's in. Oh, I said Barry. That are on shows like. Okay, Happy Days. Less people know about Happy Days now. But if you're talking about like the late 70s or the 80s, like that's the number one show on television. For a while, I guarantee you he could not get work because he right. was the Fonz. Now, now that we are nearly 40 years removed, or no, we are 40 years removed, I'd say, from the the beginning, or at least the mass popularity of Happy Days, there are people around that remember him, remember him fondly, and he's going to be less typecast at this point. People are just like, he's a talented guy, and you know what? I want the I want the Fonz on my friggin' show or movie. Yeah. And you know what? His hair looks good. The Fonz? Yeah. Yeah. Which is important. I mean, I'm kind of sad that Barry Gibbs' hair is starting to thin, but he is... 
he is actually an elderly man. Um, so it's not unexpected. I'm trying to look up Henry Winkler's IMDb, and as you can see, it will not load. It's because it... it Again, we could research things and write stuff down, but then you wouldn't have the fun time of guessing what is Jane trying to remember. You know, it could just be that he's so cool, so many people are trying to access that information. I know. That's what I choose to believe about why it will not load. I'm I'm just going to put in happy days and see if that will at least that one's spinning. Oh, like the, in like an the unrelated <laughs> These days are out. Oh, happy days. Oh, happy days. <laughs> it's not going to get better than that. Oh, that was just a perfect moment right there. Dren is nerd backwards. Anyway. Uh, so, oh, and Erin Moran's dead, isn't she? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. After we we could have taken it out on the note, the oh happy day, but you you had to you had I to just, go there. Well, I just way to drive that. into that cul-de-sac. Okay, didn't mean to. And may she rest in peace. Uh, okay, I don't I don't have anything else to add. But one day when the IMDb page will load, we'll see that Henry Winkler isn't everything and is worth watching. Which is a fact we already knew. we already knew that. But I just find it super fun when Get, he pops up in other things like, oh, yeah, it's Henry Winkler. And it's like, you don't know how awesome he is. But you will. Yeah, I like things like that. So I think that's, that's about it. Maybe I'll just see all the shows that Henry Winkler's in and I'll just watch all of them. That is going to take a while. That's going to be a couple episodes. Huh. Like we covered the ish here. But like, boy, did I! I thought covering the ish would be about five minutes, but apparently it was several hours. No, it was a deep dive. Ah, it was. Yeah. Huh. But I, I'm telling you, like you, you wanna, you wanna wade into the pool that is Winkler. Like, we're gonna be here. <laughs> we're gonna be here a minute. <laughs> Still not, not loading. Um, yeah, I guess that's all I have. I'm trying to think, is there anything else really important to me? No. Other than you. Well, sure. Yeah. And Jack Ryan. Which is about to be. Correct. What's the day again? I want to say it's November. That's not a day. No. But it's it's closer than me going, I don't know. That's a constant argument I have with my youngest child. It's not an argument. I just say it to see if she'll ever catch on. What day is it? It's the 17th. No, no, no. What day of the week? I didn't ask you what date it was. So I know what day it is. I'm sure she finds that uh, Annoying. satisfying. And, no, she. Um, we're still a having issues of other, with other superlatives. She she sees other people's left and right differently than her own. I I am still trying to figure out that. Man, that's a book I'd read. If I found it. Other people's left and right are different than your own. Yeah. I'd just be like, okay, well, I'm going to read the preface on that. You you've got my attention. Mm-hmm. And it really intrigues me how her mind sees that because I understand what she's saying. And yet I don't understand how she can't – she just does not – it doesn't make sense to her, I guess, that everyone's left and right is just the same as hers. It's all a matter of perception. Yeah. And we've gone over that. It's fascinating, really. It really is. 
And she, she has her own little side study when she's not teaching herself French or Japanese. When I say teaching herself, I don't mean just <laughs> mumbling words that sound. <laughs> she's actually yeah, learning it. <laughs> I, mean, I did that on my own for years. <laughs> yeah, like you're actually a side character in a yes. Disney. It's more of a caricature. Yeah, you're Frenchist. Anyway, um, she she's studying parts of the brain. I believe that's a delicious new sub at Subway, too. <sighs> The Frenchest. The Frenchest. I feel I'm about to fall down another rabbit hole. Is Jared still in jail? I hope so. Okay. That's all I have to say. I certainly hope so. <laughs> That's all I have to say. With no computer access, I guess. I would. I'd put money on that. <laughs> okay. So. Um, or heavily monitored at the very least. Very least. Okay. Good time we've had talking Man, here. we just we should have stopped at Happy Days. <laughs> we really should have. Uh. Thank you so much for uh, listening. And we'll be back next week with something even more delirious. Uh, if John Candy and Eddie Murphy could have together made a movie called Delirious. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I mean, based on the sheer comedic talent of both men, I would assume that it would have been funny. It would have been. Yeah. Anyway, one also would have assumed that many other films were funny when they weren't. Mm. Oh, that's right. The thing that I, yeah. I want to watch is it is the Eddie Murphy thing on Netflix that's apparently named after his brother. And I can just see the, the thumbnail and it's like Eddie Murphy in a, a suit and a, a hat that Huggy Bear would have worn. And he might My have. My Dolomite? Yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would also like to watch that. I haven't watched it. That's what I do plan to watch to talk about for next week. I'm in. Okay. There we have it. And thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm sure no one is left now because we've gone down so many tangents. Except, you know who I think is listening? Somewhere there's a psychiatrist just trying to figure it out, you know? No, he's he's probably also like just... He stopped, like he's torn the, <laughs> the diagram that he was making on his wall and like, just, no, he's like, I'm, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> this has been Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Nellen. And I'm Adam Craven. Binge or Cringe, starring Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens, is a Hinson Oakley Podcast Center production. Listen to new or past podcasts anytime at rock937online.com.